if you all keep coming night after night, my daughter will have the greatest wedding feast in the history of the Hellenes. Perhaps should my sword arm fail me, I can have an evening star life as a rhapsode. <laughs> but the truth is, it's the story, not the teller. Who would not want to hear the greatest story of the greatest war ever fought by men? And you expect me to say, since Troy. And I answer, any soldier knows Troy was just one city. We fought the world, and we triumphed. The first night, I told you of my youth, and how I went to Kalkas the priest to be educated as a gentleman, and instead learned to be a spear fighter, because Kalkas was no empty windbag but a killer of men who had stood his ground many times in the storm of bronze. And veterans came from all over Greece to hang their shields for a time at our shrine and talk to Kalkas, and he sent them away whole, or better men at least. Except that the worst of them, the hero called for, and the priest would kill them on the precinct walls, and send their shades shrieking to feed the old hero, or serve him in Hades. Mind you, friends, Lathos wasn't some angry old god demanding blood sacrifice, but Plataea's hero from the Trojan War, and he was a particularly Beotian hero, because he was no great manslayer, no tent sulker. His claim to fame is that he went to Troy and fought all ten years. That on the day that mighty Hector raged by the ships of the Greeks and Achilles sculpted in his tent, Lathos rallied the lesser men and formed a tight shield wall and held Hector long enough for Ajax and the other Greek heroes to rally. You might hear a different story in Thebes, or Athens, or Sparta. But that's the story of the hero I grew to serve. And I spent years at his shrine, learning the war dances that we call the Pyrrhiki. Oh, I learned to read old Theogonis, and Hesiod, and Homer too. But it was the spear, the sword, and the aspis that sang to me. When my father found that I was learning to be a warrior and not a man of letters, he came and fetched me home, and old Kalkas died, killed himself more like. But I've told all this, and how little Plataea, our farm town at the edge of Beothia, sought to be free of cursed Thebes and made an alliance with distant Athens. I told you all how godlike Miltiades came to our town and treated my father, the bronzesmith, and Draco, the wheelwright, and old Epictetus, the farmer, like Athenian gentlemen, how he wooed them with fine words and paid hard silver for their products, so that he bound them to his own political ends and to the needs of Athens. When I was still a gangly boy, tall and well-muscled as I remember, but too young to fight in the phalanx, 
Athens called for little Plataea's aid, and we marched over Kitharon, the ancient mountain that is also our glowering god. And we rallied to the Athenians at Oinoi. We stood beside them against Sparta and Corinth and all the Peloponnesian cities, and we beat them. Well, Athens beat them. Plataea barely survived. And my older brother, who should have been my father's heir, died there with a Spartiate spear in his belly. Four days later, when we fought again, this time against Thebes, I was in the phalanx. Again we triumphed, and I was a hoplite. And two days later, when we faced the Eubians, I saw my cousin Simon kill my father, stabbing him in the back under his bright bronze cuirass. When I fell over my father's corpse, I took a mighty blow, and when I awoke, I had no memory of Simon's treachery. When I awoke, of course, I was a slave. Simon had sold me to Phoenician traders, and I went east with a cargo of Greek slaves. I was a slave for some years, and in truth it was not a bad life. I went to a fine house ruled by rich, elegant, excellent people, Hipponax the poet, and his wife and two children. Archilogos, the elder boy, was my real master, and yet my friend and ally, and we had many escapades together. And his sister, Briseis, ah, Briseis, Helen, returned to life. <laughs>